the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called shadow runners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, a lot. If you need it, click back one episode in your feed to hear a full recap. The team have been taking jobs primarily from two Johnsons. First, the Police Benevolence Association's head bureaucrat Vern Solex, a troll who liaises between the NYPD Incorporated Police Union and their contract holders. Vern has been trying to architect a police strike which is publicly about the city's poor treatment of their force, but in private is motivated by Vern's suspicions that Evo, the world's largest biotechnology megacorp and required healthcare provider for police is experimenting on cops. A strike would put every NYPD contract on hold, including Evo's, and give him a chance to investigate. The team also works for a mysterious Eastern European man named Yuri, who asked them to rid a building of a bug ghost, a tall task which would require them to first do a favor for his friend Irina. Irina asked the team to thwart the efforts of South Bronx real estate prospecting startup Flipper. After some heat raised on that run, they decided to lay low for a little bit. That was a year and a half ago, in both our world and in Fun City. What has the team been up to since then? Well, not too much, actually. A week or two after the flipper run, while the team was wrapping up their bug ghost job for Yuri, NYPD police drones began randomly and seemingly indiscriminately attacking civilians using their quote-unquote non-lethal deterrence. Some people were injured, a few were hospitalized, and eventually two were killed. The NYPD downplayed it until several of their own were hurt and then murdered by malfunctioning drones. Finally, they admitted it. Someone had hacked the police drones and rewritten the facial recognition system. Now, anyone, everyone, could be mistaken as a dangerous criminal by any, every, police drone. What's worse, the so-called drone virus disabled remote piloting and, following municipal regulations passed a decade ago, drones were now required to be entirely solar-powered, making them fully autonomous, fully self-sufficient, and completely AWOL. The tri-state area issued a mandatory lockdown. Only matters of extreme importance were to be conducted outside of private homes, and anyone cleared to venture outside would have to wear a mask, making their face hopefully unintelligible to police equipment. This went on for months. The NYPD never fully admitted how this happened, who was to blame, or how they were fixing it, but they claimed they were. Really, the megacorps were. They had the resources and economic incentives to get this buttoned up, but of course they needed the NYPD's help. So the police tried to take all the credit. Last month, Neonet sent out a press release saying that seemingly every drone had been collected. 
and reprogrammed. Though citizens should still exercise caution moving about the city. People started venturing outside, but many businesses remained closed. Many people still wore their masks out of caution, out of habit. Almost immediately after Neonet's announcement, the NYPD went on strike. Huge headlines. The third ever police strike in New York City. It has dominated the news and public conversation and public life for weeks. The reasoning? The union says the city's treatment of the force, including the lack of resources afforded to cops in the amelioration of the drone virus, thus putting them, they say, in harm's way. In the last couple weeks, things have slowly started opening again. Civilian drone piloting has just been okayed. People are leaving their masks at home. And today, this morning, mere hours ago, the office of the governor sent a calm message to the entire city population. It has been confirmed that the final infected drone has been found and reprogrammed. All restrictions have been lifted, every last one of them. We join the team now in the galley of the Mrs. Egg, where most of them have been all morning and for the last year. Their comm links have been buzzing since dawn with notification after notification that... I'm back, baby! <laughs> Lash has not been here for a lot of months as she has been back at Con in Connecticut as many people her <laughs> age went back home for the time. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back! Did you miss me? <laughs> Yo, what up? TK also runs through the same door <laughs> from his room. Uh, he runs immediately to the fridge, opens it, digs around for a soy beer, cracks it. He shotguns the beer and then says, pours the rest on his head and says, yo, I'm back. What's up, Lash? Welcome back. Wow, what an entrance. Thank you. Thank you for that. Welcome of, that's, uh, you hot? Why are you pouring the beer on you, <laughs> yourself? Yeah, I'm hot. I'm hot to fucking trot. Didn't you see the messages? Oh, yeah. They're all over. Holy shit. Uh, Lux turns around. Uh, he's got an apron <laughs> on uh, and a freshly <laughs> baked loaf of bread. Uh, <laughs> Um, As he should. Like many during this um, quarantine time, he has uh, learned um, how to bake um, different types of soy bread. Um, and, he, and he says, oh, hi, Lash. Um, of course, he knew that Lash was here. He heard her fumbling <laughs> onto the ship. Um, the only person he knows that he could hear getting on a battleship. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Lux does pretend to be slightly surprised. Oh, yeah, this is just right out of the oven. You uh, want some bread? Oh, my gosh. Look at this. This looks so much better than when I left. It was looking horrible when I left. You were so bad at making soy bread. Okay. But this looks great now. Okay, well, that's nice. Um, yeah, here, give it a taste. Oh, wow. That is still too salty. Yeah. It's yeah. also very spongy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks good. Thank you. So good to see you, Lux. You hear this very subtle beeping uh, by the door. Viv has just appeared. You didn't even hear her come in. And she is in AR checking social media and is uh, kind of gesticulating in the air, like swiping things and like suddenly literate. Whoa! No in, way. In social media only. Uh, she's, she just says very quietly, oh, they're back. It's gotten much louder. In here. <laughs> Whoa, Viv! Yes, laugh. Look at you go! I can see you going around in the in the VR. Whoa! Look at you go! You used to go like a like a little snail, but okay, now you're okay. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. She's a doing jaguar. it. A jaguar. She's a jaguar. That's right. She's like fifty percent of the way to us. She's almost there. <laughs> she's not even making eye contact with anyone. She's looking up into the air and she says, "I've been networking." Viv, 
you come in through the front door and there's a very short, what I would call perfunctory hallway in front of you. There is a pile of shoes on the ground. Like there is no, you can't see floor. It's just like shoes on shoes on shoes. If you wanted to match a shoe, you're gonna have to like dig through shoes. When you step over it, you are looking directly into one of the faces of the chamber that I just described. Uh. You're looking at a short, um, like a short wall made of old wood, old metal, rusted, stained, and you immediately get the sense that this wood, this metal, has a very, very strong connection to the sea. You you could roll for it if you want to, but like, there is something oceanic about what you are looking at. In the center of it, there is a door-sized hole that is cut that you can see through. There is a shimmering red and yellow barrier that you would immediately recognize as a protective mana barrier. And on the other side of it, uh, you see three young blonde mages kneeling in their lodge uh, with their hands hands clasped as though they are praying. And it looks like in front of them, in the middle of them, is their focus. Flood tide below me, I see you face to face. Lord, the tide below me, I see you face to face. I'm kind of like the backwards talking guy from Twin Peaks. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. This is the way he talks. <laughs> uh, they do not see you, Viv. They are fully entranced. Back to the rear of the, uh, of the, the inner chamber. What do you guys want to do? You are looking at a strange sort of central room uh, with a force field in what looks like they could be doors. Uh, there is a loud stereo playing, and Viv, you assume, is entering from the other side. You haven't seen her yet. Pincer movement. Nice. Um, TK uh, walks further into the room. He wants to check to see if he sees anybody. Uh, and if he doesn't, he's just going to make a beeline for the spe- the back of the speaker. Uh, you, you get there. It's Yeah, it's like, you know, 50 feet away. He's going to start fiddling. Yeah, it's very easy. You you are familiar with all of this technology. You can either mm-hmm. turn off or unplug a speaker with ease. No, I think he's going to try and hack it. Please, please do. You, you got to hack the speaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get there in a couple seconds and you're standing in front of a nice but like disorganized pile of uh, entertainment equipment. So I think, yeah, I think TK is going to try and hack on the fly. What do you want to do? Because if you just want, if you want to change the music, you can literally just no, pair it to no, okay, no, great. no, no, I have a plan. <laughs> oh, baby. One, two, six hits. That's a critical success. The stereo system calls you daddy and you're coming. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> you're in. You T- can literally do anything you want yeah. with this stereo system. <laughs> TK pans the sound over just slightly to the right channel, just so that anybody who's actually listening would be very irritated. <laughs> yeah, but just to see if he has full control. Yeah, yeah. He has just access to this now. Yeah, you, yeah. Perfect. So this is this is the time bomb. Gabe sticks his head from the stairway that enters into the galley, and you can just see the top half of him. Uh, he's like sort of leaning around a corner, and he's wearing this huge billowy gold sequin shirt, um, and his bald head, all of his tattoos are covered in what looks like gold paint. Mm. Uh, and uh, Gabe says, I'm gonna, I'll see you guys in a couple days, and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, so great to see you! Good to see you. Yeah, you kids have fun. Uh, I'm gonna go get wasted. Have a good time. He's right, Be you safe, know. Gabe. He's right. You guys want a beer? Nothing. Shotgun one with me. Uh, Activating Gabe departure protocol. Oh, I've missed you. 
missed you so The lights much. turn off. <laughs> <laughs> the lights turn off and a metal roll gate slams down over the exits. Oops, sorry, I'll fix that. Deactivating gate departure protocol. Lash, how are your parents? Oh, they are exactly the same. Would you believe it? Nothing has changed about them. Do they have more figurines or less or what happened with that? Yeah, surprisingly more, considering they had a shortage on figurines, you know, because of everything going on. But still, Tuck, you know, Tuck managed to find a way. (laughs) (laughs) I got to spend some time away from them for a long time. Yeah. You know, I cannot see them for a long time. You know, you live here, right? Oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, tell that to my mom. (laughs) Good to be back. Lash looks over at, this is going to be mean, she looks over at a couch that's kind of like broken and kind of like tossed to the side and says, hey, Lux, there look, it looks like a place where you, you would stay during a fight over there behind that couch. Lux doesn't say anything, just looks at Lash. He knows what she means and he's clearly showing he's not entertained. Uh, TK runs back over and says, what's up, guys? <laughs> TK, what were you doing with the stereo? Don't worry about it. Okay. Bib, can you hear me? I know that it's loud with music. You can just see her, the dot, dot, dot of Viv is typing. Viv, what kind of mages are these? They sound Scandinavian. The interior of the lodge, the floor has been painted you know, in Norse runes, the sort of strange jutting diagonal lines of like these sort of ancient uh, Viking magical symbols. Inside, you can see that the way the mages are dressed, one of them uh, is wearing a shirt, uh, like a, a like a tunic, like in like looks like a handmade tunic, uh, in fr- some natural fiber. What? What? <laughs> he, now here? When are we? You might be asking, looking at this guy's tunic, uh, <laughs> and no underwear and pants. He's Porky Pigging it. And, <laughs> can, you, can you see or just feel that? You can see his butt. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. But can you also feel it? I mean, when I see someone porky picking it, I can feel the breeze. You know, I don't, I'm not speaking for y'all, but I, when I see it, I, it's like it's like watching someone bite on a piece of metal. You can just kind of feel that mm. in your teeth. And he's got uh, like a mohawk of uh, like a floppy un un mohawk, uh, but the sides of his head are shaved. And you can see that more runes have been tattooed. And another one uh, is is uh, has, has like long braided blonde hair with a huge beard that's also been braided. And the braid has little braids. Uh, and he's he's got like this uh, stone black bar pierced through his nose. Not septum, all three. Oh, the God. nostril, the septum, and the other nostril. The bar is huge. It looks like it's made of some kind of strange like manier or like an old stone uh, cut into a rectangular prism shape. Uh, the, 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 the female between them is wearing a white sweatshirt and black leggings. <laughs> <laughs> they look like one of those independent metal bands. The object in the center of the chamber, the focus, is obviously a human skull that has been plated in some kind of dark metal, perhaps a brass, a bronze even. And yet from it grows a tree. The tree that grows from the skull is moving as if disturbed by a light breeze, blowing across a meadow before it crosses into the darkened forest beneath the canopy. And yet the clothes 
of the mages does not move. Only the tree seems to move in this strange breeze. And you also see that while the tree is only a foot and a half tall, it appears to be the shape and texture of a much larger tree. Not like a bonsai tree. It's a small tree that looks like a big tree. And yes, this is clear. (laughs) 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 What I said works, and you understand perfectly my meaning. Two for one milks at the ball pit. You guys get this? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I got that. Oh, yeah. I feel like the first thing we should do is actually just plan out our schedule for the next few days. Because I, fuck, I might follow Gabe's lead. I love that. I'm feeling the same. I'm ready to live. Four straight days. Actually, no breaks. I think I need to stay inside. Why? What's going on? What? Well, if you'll remember, my fingerprint is still in the system at the police union. Uh, yeah. Oh, is this about that guy? Uh, what's his name? He melted himself. Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to like, stay safe and uh, hang out here with my new online friend. Well, Viv, Vern kind of said he would take care of that for us, and I think he more or less has. You can never really be too careful with I these think policemen. Sh- I, I don't know that much. I'm st- I finished the books. You know, the mm. emotional intelligence ones? I, yeah. I've, I've leveled <laughs> well, up a congratulations. bit. Thank you. I don't talk about it a lot. But I also don't have any other friends, so. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Viv is lying for just to stay inside to talk to these social media friends. I am doing nothing of the sort. Her calm is just ringing off the hook. There's just and she's still gesturing after notification. <laughs> she's still very busily gesturing and obviously lying. It's like when you ask your boomer parents, "How long have you been on Facebook?" and they're just mindlessly scrolling on their phone and without even looking at you, they say, "Not that long." <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Vern, did you guys get that message from him? What? No. no. I don't think he's ever personally conlinked me. Oh, it's just another, um, we don't have any police job. What's that? Oh, that's right. Last you were gone. Um, I was gone, but just a conlink away. But you see, you all <laughs> seem to forget about that. Just a message away. Viv on friends flash. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, the NYPD strike that Vern was working on went through. Okay. Um, which was good for the reasons that we, we wanted it to go through. But um, basically, there weren't any cops anymore. So the megacorps hired Knight Errant to be their cops. Basically, the entire Midtown is just a big, feudal mess of a bunch of different areas with a bunch of different checkpoints run by a bunch of private cops. Is um, that why I had to hack a bunch of guys in cowboy hats in yeah, Midtown? Well, that's, that's Lone Star. That's, you hacked a bunch of guys in cowboy hats? Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a different private security group that's kind of taking care of everything else. They're hired by the city. Nobody's really doing the same job that the NYPD was doing, though. So um, we get sent jobs every once in a while, like, hey, we don't have cops. Can you be cops? Um, but And it looks like Vern has one for us now. So no cops. I don't want to be a cop. Well, there are, I mean, the cops, are they're not working, but they are causing a bunch of trouble. Um, so they uh, are, there are still cops, and um, they're just not doing, um, they're just not doing the job of being a cop. So what does Vern need us to do if they're not working? Uh, she gestures, uh, making a kind of a sparkly motion with her hands to indicate there's a mana barrier. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we should, should we smash it? Viv puts two hands up against it and, and nods at TK vigorously. Yeah, I guess. And, uh, okay. I think, I think TK is going to physically hit it. Fuck. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's one, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven hits plus sixes. Eight hits. So you got seven hits on a dice pool of what? It's eight and a dice pool of 13. That's a critical success, my friend. Yes. Wow. Whoa. Yes. These are the some... fucking the physical dice. That's what I needed. People, we should That's tell the listeners all that, that along. Bijan has been training in a 10x gravity chamber <laughs> all year, rolling these dice. The hyperbaric time chamber. You, the two of you, are standing in front of this lodge, and you're looking at these three Nordic people chanting. They're like in their mid to late 20s, eyes closed, in front of this strange skull with this tree that is small yet big. It's it's. You understand exactly what it is. Uh, It's very clear. It's very clear. Um, And Viv indicates to you, TK, that, you know, the mana barrier, we're going to bust through it. And Viv starts to prepare. Viv looks like she is, she's getting ready to do something. Uh, Yeah, TK uh, runs up. His fist is on fire as an elemental strike. And he just full body just whacks it. And in one shot, (laughs) you completely destroy the mana barrier. You run towards it with your flame fist and you push, you punch it and you can feel the force fighting against you. You can feel it extending against your fist and it's almost like you're punching like a very taut piece of rubber until finally it becomes solidified and you feel it just through your hands start to vibrate and then shatter. Fuck yes. And it disappears. Viv is hit with a little bit of wind from it, and it's like she had to hit the brakes on a car because she was about to blast it as well. TK walks in and says, oh, hey, guys, what's up? I didn't think you could hear me over the music. How did you get inside the building? Oh, we were lost. I I, we, I saw the You lights. cannot be here. You have to go. <laughs> okay, deep breaths. Deep breaths. She's wild. Uh, they're all they're all standing. Yeah. They're all very tall. And they're high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> On the deep weed, huh? Sorry, our mage here was called by some spirit saying that there were people who needed help. Um, a water spirit. I, I don't know anything about that. Are you guys okay? I am conning, so I do roll con. Go for it. Let's see how that goes before they respond. Would you like some physical dice? Five total. Three successes. I don't think we called any water spirit for your help. You cannot be here. Please leave. Are you sure you're not in danger? You don't look okay. Uh, The woman is backing up towards one of the walls where there's like uh, a bunch of like sh- like shelves with what look like like rocks and stones and totems and there's like a um there's like a closed cabinet at the bottom of it uh well it, it looks like um last you know what a ley line is Ah, Artemis, what's a ley line? A ley line is a geodesic force line within the Earth, along which spiritual energy travels. Now Viv is uh, kind of doing a cookie clicker in the air, and uh, she says, essentially it's like a giant battery pack for people like me. She's clicking at cookies. And also like me. Like us. Okay, so what do we gotta, what what is Vern? want with a ley line. Well, Vern has friends at Horizon. They own a piece of property on the archipelago that is on top of not two, but three ley lines that intersect. Wujing is squatting on it right now because they want to 
re-aspect the lines. Tim Viv, you could probably help me with this, but basically to make the magic work right for what they want to do, which is has to do with shipping and getting good information about exactly what is in ship so that they can adjust their insurance prices and things like that. I guess it's kind of a, a magical process, Viv, where you have to kind of change the flavors of the magic to make them right. Is that, am I right? Viv is frustratingly excited. <sighs> Okay, I'm right. Makes yeah. a giant swiping motion to close all windows and finally looks at everybody. So good to see you, Viv. Did you say Horizon? Oh, right. Yes. I do not like Horizon. Yes, but, you know, I haven't been able to work um, in a while. You know, my account is looking a little light, and I was going to talk to you is guys. That, yeah. Is that because Lash has been spending your money in Connecticut? Yeah, I noticed you kept I spending gonna, the money I in Connecticut. I figured your mom and dad would be able to offer you some funds or something. I didn't know if you needed to keep using the old card. Yeah, I was going to say, Lux, what is happening with your account? Okay. You need to be a little bit more responsible. Okay. As Chuck would say, don't spend it until you have it in the card. Right. Okay. I don't know huh. if Tuck would say that. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I am still in the black. It's just that it's dwindling. And so I could use some work. Um, and I wanted to see if you guys, where you guys were as well. Basically, we would have to go and, and uh, fuck shit up uh, that Wujing is squatting on their property, take their big stone that they're using to re-aspect um, these ley lines for their purposes, get them off the property and, and you know, get that. Um, at re-aspecting stone back to Horizon so that they um, don't have to worry about Wujing taking uh, over their uh-huh. shit anymore. TK grapple hands the fridge and gets another beer, <clears throat> cracks it, and just sips it normally this time. See, do you think this is gonna be kind of like a party though? Like, do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be fun? Um, it sounded like a party. This is a private party. You have to go, please. Sorry, we we, we thought you might be in in trouble. Uh, okay, Viv, Viv, is this is this like the skull that you saw in your vision? He's looking at the focus. <laughs> She's gonna just motion in the air. Yes, this is the object. The two mages look at each other, and you can see an understanding pass between them. Their body language shifts to a posture of protection of the focus in the middle of the chamber. You will need to leave immediately. Okay, so I have full control over the entertainment unit, right? Yeah. Well, so there are two options. The first one is, what are the chances that I can make it melt itself and start a fire? Yeah, hi. I think that is what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. He's going to... I think he's going to... TK's going to turn the speakers up to full volume and try and uh, melt whatever processes are in there and start a fire inside. It's, I would say that that is t- trivial. You basically just turn everything up to 11. Overclocking it. Yeah. yeah. If you were outside of the central thing of the lodge, you would actually see the coils of the speakers light up and glow red. It gets, for a moment, extremely loud. It goes from very loud... Uh, everybody who's not TK, roll body... And if you don't get four successes, then you take a minus two penalty to everything until the speaker melts itself. Uh, <laughs> I only got one. I only got two. Fuck. TK's fine because he saw it coming, had the earplugs in. Yep. Saw it coming is generous because he did make it happen. The two uh, mages in the center that put themselves between you and the focus, the tree with the pleated skull, they put themselves you know, in between you and them because here's the thing. They believe you. 
Viv, they believe you had a vision of the focus, and that's really bad. <laughs> that's bad. They, I think, even in their gut, they're like, they've, they're thinking, she's come to desecrate their lodge. Uh, and so they put themselves in between you. But then th- th- the squeal comes. The, the, the speaker cackles and squeals, and they put their hands in their ears, completely caught off guard. It's painful. And they bend over. And when they bend over, you can see behind them. Where the female, the the e-girl is pulling from the cabinet and spinning at you and putting you right down the sights of a very large assault rifle. Everybody, please roll initiative. Yeah. Let's go. Hoi chums, just a quick interruption to the team's return to Rebuilt New York to let you know that we have a live show coming up next week on November 10th in pre-Rebuilt New York. You can catch us live and in person, vaccination required, at Caveat in Manhattan's beautiful and at this point in history only partially underwater for a portion of the year, Lower East Side. Or you can catch us live via the internet. We'll be playing Shadowrun. The show is going to be a blast. I hope you'll join us. You can find a link in the show notes, or you can go to caveat.nyc. One thing that I don't know if we're... Talking about here is, do we really want to be messing with Vern right now, considering, I don't know, the police drones that were murdering people? I don't know, I'm just putting the question to you all. It is his fault that there are so many cops now. They're different cops, but they're all the same cop. Yes, on one hand, my records are there. I don't like Horizon. And then on the other hand, uh... These ley lines sound fascinating and helpful for me. Viv, you're vibrating again. Oh, um. <clears throat> so I just was a little nervous to say no to Vern because Vern has a lot of information we want regarding Evo um, that we were working on with all the fucked up shit they may have been doing to the cops. And, and your wife. Okay. Uh, Ex-wife. Oh, Last sorry. we've talked about sorry, this. Sorry, sorry. Thanks, um, TK. Great save. High five. We don't know that for sure. I just have my suspicions. But yes. Also, (laughs) Vern has uh, Viv's uh, fingerprints, and he has protected Viv, and I think it would be okay to say no to Vern. I just think that we would need a good reason to say no. I am inclined to say yes because it's actually a pretty good amount of money. So you're saying he's going to put the squeeze on us? Potentially, no clue. I don't know. If we say no, and also there's the thing with your ex ex wife. Okay, guys, we don't need to talk about her all the time. Oh, Every, what I, is her name? Okay, doesn't matter. I mean, there's the the Vern guy. There's the money thing for you. I'll do it on one condition. Okay, we gotta go out, man. After we're done, we gotta go out. You and me, bro. 
Oh yeah, we're you gonna go been, out. You've been spending too much time on this boat making shitty bread. Okay. Well, okay. I didn't know it was okay, shitty. I'm worried about um, you. Okay. We see that a wall in the galley <laughs> looks like the back, like the the wall of bread, like behind a Dunkin' Donuts cash <laughs> register. It's just twenty different kinds of shitty loaves of bread back there. You, you slowly, each one getting better, like it's a museum display yeah. on the evolution of it's, bread. I know you've been. I know you think. I know you think you're using wild yeast, but it's just shit from the kitchen, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's wild yeast. I paid a lot of no, money for it. No, it's just fr- it's just yeast from the soy beer. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's not true. You got true. scammed. I know okay. it. I this, looked up uh, the Fernando company. Fernando is I an elf, and he makes it in Virginia. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's from wildflowers that can only grow underwater, and I'm pretty sure that it's wild. So, uh, yeah, you don't get the gold foil stamp from the high elf Yuli um, just by coming out of a soy beer. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It makes the bread actually really light and fluffy and, yes, yeah, spongy, but I like that. <laughs> The first person to act in initiative is Lash, whose VR initiative is 24. (laughs) Very high. Jesus. She's running hot. She's going first. Lash, before hearing the loud burst, sees uh, the one mage pull for this giant machine gun, and she immediately locks in on making sure that she locks up that gun. and while she's doing this, I think the kind of the big explosion happens. I feel like it's happening almost simultaneously. Yeah, the, the sound from the stereo system is rising, and it was at one point dance music, but now it is so loud and distorted, it's just like rumbling, screeching, grinding white noise. You, <laughs> c- you c- It's like, yeah, you are listening to the stereo system destroy itself, uh, but it's still going. So, um, yeah, anything that you roll, uh, take a minus two dice penalty to it. I'm going to residence fail it, and I'm going to make it believe that someone locked it in the Matrix. You see this young blonde woman wearing a white sweater and black leggings reach into this cabinet. She's fumbling. She's looking forward, but, but feeling around behind herself. She finally looks down, and she gets this gun out of this, like, small hutch thing just as the speaker explodes, uh, and she levels the gun, like, wincing. It's long. It's um, very geometric. It looks like it's very ergonomic. This is clearly a very expensive piece of kit. It is uh, like this weird, dull, matte gray color. You can see the sight light up, and through it, you can see all of this like heads-up display. What do you do? Uh, first of all, can we just say that's how you describe a that's gun? You describe <laughs> yeah. Literally wrote the book on tactical like surface details over here and asked me to describe the fucking Taylor, gun. Take notes. I won't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lash uh, sees the gun and immediately, almost instinctually, uh, grabs in the matrix for a softball. What in the uh, matrix softball? And throws it directly at the gun, um, performing residence veil. Seven hits, but she did it at a level five, so I guess that's... The gun glitches. The gun rolled (laughs) rolled six ones. So it's critical. Never, it's not Taylor. It's Mike this time. Uh, no, it's not critical because it did get. It got two hits. 
The um, Yamaha Raiden is not working <laughs> uh, right It's not operational. The woman who is holding this gun, she is hammering on the trigger. Mm. She is trying to get it to, to work. Um, and you, the softball careens through the matrix um, and hits this icon that exists of this sh- like shield with a crosshair on it. And she just hears from the small speaker on the side of it, User profile not initiated. <laughs> Please create a new user. Welcome <laughs> to the Yamaha Raiden. Everywhere I go, I have to log in. Every time I check my mail, I have to log in. I use the gun, I have to log in. Um, and you have effectively, uh, like, let's say that not only did you lock the gun, you deleted every user profile for the gun. Yay! Yay. All Thank of you. my settings. <laughs> <laughs> I had my mom's text messages in there. <laughs> it is like when somebody <laughs> else drives your car. <laughs> and you sit in the driver's seat and is it too close to the wheel? <laughs> Finally Italian. Yes. <laughs> Boom. They all converge. Cross the Alps. <laughs> Most Norse people are Italian. The next person to act is TK. You are at the front of the lodge and you're looking across this plated skull that has a um, a tree growing out of it at a woman who is trying to fire a gun that won't fire. Lash to your side is sort of like zoning off a little bit and she just mimed a very intense uh, softball throwing motion, <laughs> spinning her arm around and letting go of something, but you didn't see what it was. And the two uh, like men who were in here, the two um, men male mages are, yeah, they're grabbing the sides of their heads uh, after you had uh, turned on um, unexpectedly, uh, turned the stereo system on as loud as it would possibly go. All of you now also start to smell um, burning ozone. Like the very distinct smell. I don't know if any of you have ever smelt this, but like when a speaker blows out, it makes the smell of a speaker blowing out. Mm. It's like you don't really experience experience it anywhere else. And you are now smelling that like gross burning rubber smell. Uh, TK is going to look between the three people and try and figure out who's most dangerous. Uh, and he can't tell uh, because the gun's not working. So uh, I think he just doesn't like the guy with the bar in his nose. So he's going to try and punch it out. D-Pierce. Smash through his skull in that in that regard. Smash yeah. skull, not D-Pierce. Well, I mean, you know. I... In fairness, they did just try to kill us with a gun. With not any gun. Just any gun. But the... Yamaha Raiden. Five... Someone really did go to rolling school in the last wow. year. I know. It's because I've been touching screens and not dice. <laughs> okay, why is your punches working? This is this is not right. Are our uh, punches working? Seven. seven hits. I don't think this guy is going to dodge. Think about it. He bent over, so he's looking down, right? And the ambient sound, the ambient noise in the room is too loud to hear the approaching footsteps. His hands are on his ears anyway. And this guy rolled a very low initiative, which means TK is going much faster than him. TK scurries across this floor. This guy has no idea he's coming. So then just roll body plus armor, if he has any, to soak the damage. Does he have armor? Uh, Nose bar is wearing pants, but no shirt. <laughs> I like that. How buff is he? Probably pretty buff, right? If he's not Got wearing a shirt. Mucci. Yeah. yeah. Got the Mucci. This guy's skinny, skinny, oh, thick. Um, uh, oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, he only gets one success. Taylor, Valtteri takes 11 damage. Pink. That's a good punch. So, we have news. 
TK's arm makes it physical, not stun. You just killed this guy. <gasps> Jesus. Wow. It's a shame that he's dead. He also had all the good spells. <laughs> <laughs> you, cho- you chose wisely. There will be plenty of time for good spells. Like a hot person with long hair, cu- breaching the water surface, flipping their head back and letting the water spray fan out from their hair. That's what this happens. But his blonde braided beard fans out blood in a line, Ooh. right? Because you it, it, he's not bleeding. You smash his head open. And so oh. now you have a trail of blood right bisecting your torso oh. off your face. And you see the blood go thwap. Uh, but you don't hear it. Uh, on the ceiling and the wall and floor behind him as he finally hits the ground. The next person to act in initiative is Viv. You just saw TK completely lay out a guy. There's a young woman trying to fire a gun at you and one other gentleman who is clearly deeply affected by the extremely loud noises. It's now kind of starting to smell like other things are on fire, but you don't know what. Uh, She nods and uh, pulls her combat axe from behind her back and uh, goes running forward, trying to hit the Vokai. Whoa. Oh, holy shit. Ah! Yeah, so she rolled her blade skill, and guess what? Zero successes. <laughs> Yay! Fun. But it's not a not a glitch. You come down on this. Uh, Taylor, do you want to describe? Do you want to describe what it's on, or should I? Go for oh, like the plinth. Yeah. Oh, you want to make up a plinth? Yeah, I'll make up a plinth. <laughs> make up a plinth. He's Daddy. making up a plinth. You guys um, both make up a plinth, and then we'll I'll pick which one's pl- better. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all vote tonight at midnight after the plinth debate. This is <laughs> this America's plinth. America's next great plinth! <laughs> 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 wow. We're really on one tonight. <laughs> a plinth. A plinth. All For being on one. You reach behind your you reach in behind your back and you pull out your axe and you bring it down on top of the uh, the skull and the tree growing out of the skull and miss it just barely. You miss it by like an eighth of an inch and you bring it down on the stand that it's on, uh, which is like this set of strange knotted gray vines. It's almost like dried wood that just naturally formed the shape of uh, something that would gently cradle a skull and someone just happened upon it in the woods and cut it down and brought it here to Brooklyn uh, and the ax gets stuck in it. And the foci falls from it to the ground. There's just a, a, it's surrounded by um, colorful pillows. So like, it doesn't crack, it doesn't get hurt. Some um, dirt falls out of one of the eyes (laughs) of the skull. Uh, But uh, yeah, it just sort of teeters and then falls. I think Viv has a brief flash that she's on the deck of a great wooden ship and she's wearing a red coat and she's sailing away, far away, and in the distance behind her, quickly disappearing over the horizon, is an island covered in wooden buildings, and she feels shame and loss. And she's clutching the the axe buried into the, the plinth. You're, like, lifting the plinth off the ground a little bit. Yeah. Like the axe. But she shakes it off. The next person to act technically would be Val, but Val is, like, gargling blood in a corner. Is he dead or is he, like, um, I mean, technically, in, in game terms, yeah, he he will die if no one helps him in yeah. a number of rounds. Right. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. The next person to act is Lenka. She, uh, she just doesn't throw it inside. She just drops the Yamaha Raiden at her feet. <laughs> and then she casts... 
dead at you, TK. Lightning bolt. Whoa. Okay. Only two fucking successes. But they're both sixes, so re-roll them. Uh-oh. There's three. Two, four. 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 Okay. Okay. Five. Okay. Six. Whoa. That's amazing. Seven. Seven. No way. That's the dodge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I I rolled four. You rolled. You got seven. Yeah. She misses you. Totally. What does it look like? Well, it looks rad because internally her body begins to crackle with energy and the lightning, her mouth and eyes go like bright blue white uh, and the lightning escapes from the orifices in her head and they join together in front of her and just a crackling zigzag of lightning. Pop! You know, it's it's not like a slow thing. It's a quick pop Uh, and far away someone hears thunder. But you... Just hear the applause of all the listeners of Fun City <laughs> as, as TK simply balletically sidesteps the bolt. I would simply not get hit by the lightning bolt. <laughs> Toward me. <laughs> Toward me. Listen, Lux, I feel bad. I did bet all your money away yeah. uh, gambling on virtual urban brawl matches. Oh, verbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, verbing. Verbing. Vir- virtual? So, like, not real players. Not real players. Everything virtual. They're NFTs, but it's verbing. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a, we my have... blood pressure just, like, Slash, <laughs> I told you that's a scam. It has to be a scam. There's not even real Oh, and the athletes. wild yeast from underwater is not a scam. That is real. I've seen <laughs> the pictures and... Look, the... regardless of whatever, look, I, you, I'll do the job. You need the money, whatever. But, like... We gotta get you out of here, man. Viv uh, comlinks the scam expose from a tabloid to everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Viv. Lux often feels um, not so useful in fights, um, <laughs> but he has a moment of, oh wow, that when he sees the lightning emerge from this lady's eyes because he has something that he could spray right into those big old oh. eye globes. And so he, he sees- He's right. He sees the lightning and feels the lightning more than anything. He doesn't really remember hearing it, but that's probably because it was already, it was maybe too loud to hear it. Um, and he looks at TK. TK is really amazing him today. He's he's just popped open this mana bubble that he thought they'd have to work half a day on. He kills a guy with one punch, and then he, like, lightning doesn't touch him. You're just... <laughs> He's just like, this isn't the TK I know that took five punches to try to get like a security guard on the ground. Um, so he's just like really blown away and turns his eye, turns his eyes back to Linka and pepper sprays her in the face. You got to cross some distance now. Oh, how long? Because she ran to the far side of the room to get, to get the gun. Is this is this doable? I think it's crossable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it's baby. if it's crossable, I'll do it. If it's not, then I could just pepper spray the guy. Yeah, it's me. crossable. You just you just got to get a little bit closer. Okay, I'll get a little bit closer and I'll pepper spray in the face. Pretty brave walking over there up to the dragon. I now. agree. You know, I definitely eh, agree. It's two out of three. Maybe you know the fact that Lash really was kind of mean to make that comment really put a idea in Lux's head that I, I gotta fight this. I think you might be right there. Two hits. Two hits. Time goes to the Shadow Runner. Yay! Hey. Aren't we all shadow runners at the end of the day? <laughs> no, no answer. Just a laugh. No answer. I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> all one success. No, no. Two. You take nine stun damage. Oh wow! This with the drain. Oh wow! No Does way. that fill the track? 
Yes, she took that. That's she now. That's her whole stun damage taken. I think it was because her eyes were extra open from those lightning bolts coming yeah. out. That really, I think, is just like a perfect canvas to paint with pepper spray. So much surface big, area. Big, big, lots wide. of surface big, area. Big, wide eyes, and 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 Lux really got in there. She caught him. Yeah. The next person and last person in this loop to act is August. August looks up, sees Valtteri dying, poison being sprayed into Lenka's eyes. August grabs the focus and runs out. Whoa! He grabs it by the trunk of the tree. Yeah. Taking a potted plant out yep. of the pot. Can TK grapple him the back of his tunic? That would be just roll your reaction and get two okay. to get two or higher. Whoa. Uh, one hit. Hate to see it. He was moving just slightly too fast. He couldn't grab the tunic. Maybe for the better in some sense. Um, and uh, your grapple hand uh, clanks to the ground. What would you like to do this initiative? Well, obviously, first of all, as a free action, I will retract my grapple hand. Manually, there's uh, like a little crank. <laughs> Only for show. Only for show. I know Viv has a combat axe. Could I yell at Viv to throw me the axe, and then could I throw the axe? It's stuck. Okay, so I'll throw my own combat axe at this man's back. Sure. You know, aim for the shoot for the moon. You might land in that guy's back. Two. Ty goes to the Shadow Runner. Ugh! But I'm literally running away. <laughs> so roll roll body for the soak, and you want to reduce uh, the damage of five. Just two. Two. August takes three physical damage as a battle axe hits him in the back. Does it hit him in the shoulder? Does he, like, stumble? Does he just get him? What happens? Um, roll, Taylor, roll body and get four or higher. One. Okay. TK throws a battle axe across the interior of the lodge at August, who's trying to flee with the focus in his grasp. August manages to see the action that TK is taking and the axe careening through the air at him out of the corner of his eye, and he tries to dodge, but he's not quite fast enough. He takes three damage as the axe hits him in his shoulder, in the shoulder that is that belongs to the arm that is holding the focus, which he then drops on the ground. It clatters, and a little bit more gunk falls out of the mouth of the... Of oh, the no, plate. it doesn't, because oh, the no. mouth is welded shut. Oh, that's Ooh. Ooh. And when And when the focus hits the ground, you hear a metallic clink as if there is something loose inside of it. Oh, that seems uh, bad. How is, our, how is our boy doing? Is he stumbling, still running? What's going on? He takes, what? He well, takes three gonna, physical damage. I'm going to roll some dice just to see what his state of mind is going to be. Yeah, he runs the fuck out of there. Ace the willpower roll. So he books it. So TK goes and picks up his axe. Okay, Viv uh, turns around and goes to pick up the foci. When you When you grab the focus... You feel you your your sight says it. Nothing visually changes. Nothing auditorily changes. Have you ever seen um? Have you ever seen in like a bio biology or a psychology textbook uh, a a a visual a visualization of what we call the homunculus? Yeah. Yes. 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 You know, this of course is the body map that everyone has internally in their mind, right? Little, little guy watching TV. A, a genderless yeah. person watching TV. Well, it's like the internal map we have for our own. Like, I can, with my eyes closed, I can describe the shape of my body because I have a map of it in my head. Mm -hmm. The little homunculus. Um, your homunculus changes. What? Your body no longer feels like 
your body oh, did. Uh, you are suddenly huge. You are a giant stone and steel cable metal bolt structure with your feet buried in hundreds of feet of water and you're being crossed by thousands of tiny creatures. And it's dizzying. It's completely disorienting because for a moment you have the, the, the butterfly dream problem. You feel that you are a great stone bridge <laughs> hallucinating that it is a magician <laughs> lady <laughs> uh, because it, visually and auditorily you are experiencing the world as Viv's experiencing, but you know that you are the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, wow. And then it goes away and you're Viv again. She's swaying and roll. <laughs> Oh, feel a little sick because a little bit of vertigo from that. Oh, uh, so she starts to back away out of the room, uh, holding the uh, holding the focus. Lenka, her she stops clawing at her eyes. Psychologically, she has pushed the pain into a perfect clear sphere inside of her. And she has convinced herself that what she is going to do next, she does not need eyes for. She throws her arms out and at arm length, who do we have? The person who got within arm length distance oh, to poison no. her eyes. She reaches out, sweeps her arms, hits Lux's body, grabs his coat. What do you wear? What kind of what kind of blazer you got on, Lux? Um, this is actually a very nice um coat. Yeah, uh, it's I, not gonna be nice very much longer. <laughs> she grabs that lapel and pulls you in as if for a kiss. This is <gasps> almost a lover's embrace, but just when your face is about to touch, she illuminates from within and another lightning bolt flies in the space of inches. How's she gonna miss this close? Maybe she won't. <laughs> oh my goodness. I see someone's cribbing from Float City. <laughs> <laughs> so Lux, you are gonna roll reaction plus intuition to dodge. Two. Shit. One fucking success. Really? You got I four, you got four ones. ones. Yeah, so that's a glitch. I glitched. Yeah. Cool move, though. I'm glad it didn't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Why can't I hurt one of you? I swear, listen to me. I swear to God, one day, don't, don't, my luck will turn. I swear to God. Taylor, don't. You're going to regret it. And if it. you think I won't kill a main canon game character at this fucking table on mic, you're, you're wrong. One day, the dog will have his day. Uh, until then, I will keep killing your characters one by one. She, she, oh, pulls, she pulls you in and... and puts the lightning bolt like six inches to your left. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just, you know, I mean, you just move your head to the side. <laughs> you know, just like 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 an aunt is trying to kiss you at your birthday party and you don't want to do it. And she can't see you and she just puts it. I think what may have happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that Lux may have been a little bit lighter than you're, you're used to. You're used to a very full-figured I like this Nor better. Norwegian man. So <laughs> when, you, when you pull him in yeah. for a kiss, Lux is literally a bit lighter, lighter in the loafers. I think you, when you pulled him, you pulled him too close, and you almost threw him over your shoulder a little bit like a baby. Yeah, Lux, <laughs> Lux like kind of let it happen. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so now she's falling backwards, yeah. uh, and she's she she <laughs> she's screaming like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Uh, and, but that fucks up the spell, yeah. and it just goes wild. Yeah. yeah. And now she's on the ground, and you're on top of her. And I think that she just. 
takes the drain. Which is now physical damage. because Now, physical which is damage. now physical damage. And it hurts. She can't focus on the spell, and so she takes the full drain. And it just sucks it all out of her. And now she's taking so much drain that the physical damage is real. And where her eyes were just stinging before, now her mouth and her eyes are steaming from the heat and electricity that just passed through them. Uh, her face is burning. By the way, these three people were just at work. <laughs> like it's a legally gray area, but they were just hired to come here and like make really? a lodge and reaspect these ley lines. By the way, yeah, I agree with you. TK just congratulates Lux, but sees that she still has some fight in, left in her, and that's not that's not good. That's just not. We can't have that. We can't have that. I think uh, TK is going to say, "Oh, I can do magic too," and do his spell. So he he turns he he puts he turns he puts his body on fire. He's he, he's just like oh, I'm I'm gonna become on fire now. I am become. I'm just a guy who's on fire now. And I think what he's gonna do is he's just gonna walk over, making sure that she can see him the entire time. Probably can't. No, I mean I think she probably she could probably see you it. just you know eyes lolling wild, <laughs> wildly like looking up at the ceiling of this shitty warehouse on the ground sure. like oh shit my white sweatshirt it's so dirty on the back now yep. yeah and so you know she, he walks up into her field of vision sort of squats down and uh, looks at her and says I'm sorry you fucked up and I think he's just gonna punch her in the head you this nope <laughs> <laughs> you this you desecrated oh. my lodge. <laughs> Four hits plus these two sixes. Lenka, roll reaction plus intuition minus three dice. <laughs> two. So your soak roll is body plus armor reducing 13 physical damage. That's two. Two tonight, TK. Sorry, but you fucked up. Um, yeah, that's her entire damage. She's dead. I gotta stop doing that. A man has fled an island. Who knows if he's like swimming to Jast? Like, I don't know, where is, where is August going? Yeah. Uh, Viv has the focus that you need to deliver Vern in her grasp. So do we, do we think these people died? I don't think that the two people who are on the floor in this room are currently dead. But I they think will? that you would have reason to believe that if you were to leave right now and not do anything about it, that they would eventually die. I think, I think TK wants to stabilize them. Yeah, I mean, just roll logic. Because it's easier than digging graves. Yeah. Viv asks, uh, who's closest to Viv? She's backed away through the original front door. Probably Lash. Probably then. Lash. Viv uh, motions for Lash to take the fo- focus from her. Yeah, Lash Lash grabs it. Uh, it feels weird. <laughs> oh, Lash grabs it. Yeah. Does Lash also feel weird? All of a sudden, nothing changes. You just have a new memory. It's a new memory. You can feel it just sort of like uh, like, like when, the, when the box of crayons is full and you want to fit one more fr- crayon in there, you just squeeze it down, sharpen first, <laughs> yeah. and the box swells a little bit. We all have, have all done this. Yeah. Uh, that's relatable. You know exactly what Taylor's describing. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, and that memory is this. You're in a very, very dark room. You're jostled. You're jostled. A door opens up in front of you, and you realize you're looking up. It's not a door. It's the lid of something. And there's three people above you, and they have flashlights. And you recognize the three people because you just met them. They're the three mages, the two of which just killed, and the other ran away. And they have flashlights, and there's a little light in the room. And they pick you up, uh, and they put you in a sack. And that's the memory. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Wow. Lash does not share this with anyone. She just kind of think about it. Viv uh, grabs Volteri by the collar and starts dragging him to the front door. And she says, TK, 
please assist me. Yeah, I mean, and uh, she mo- she nods over uh, to grab Lenka by the neck. All right, TK picks up Lenka and just I guess starts, you know, walking over her. I guess her Lenka's head is just sort of lolling. And you know. when you pick up Lenka, Lux is still on top of her, so he kind of flops <laughs> off. He, yeah, he he sort of like slides it out. Yeah, so Lux flops for effect. Yeah. <laughs> Viv is walking toward the water with a hand out in front of her. Oh, I see what's I see I see what's happening here. She it has, has a, to happen. Yeah, she's dragging this body with one hand, and with the other hand, she's motioning forward and saying, Mother Earth, carry me, the child I will always be. Mother Earth, carry me back to the sea. She just quietly whispers, an offering. The water at the shore uh, of the island that you're on starts to bubble and ripple, and it starts starts to grow, and it begins to form a sh- like a shape uh, in front of you. And it forms the shape of a long wooden boat. Viv hoists his body into the boat and whispers, Listen, me. DK is just like, well, sure. I mean, these we could still, they could be alive still. It's an offering, TK. But only you're getting some out of this. If I benefit from it, it's going to help all of us. Okay, your eyes are freaky right now. Okay, all right. And he Do just it now. Heaves ho. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue with her. When you throw Lenka sort of semi-conscious into this strange uh, boat-shaped like piece of water, there's a like a dull splash when she lands inside of it. And then immediately, with no pageantry, the boat sets sail. It just starts to move. The water boat moves across the surface of the water of the Brooklyn Archipelago and just slowly sinks into the water and disappears, taking the bodies with it. TK cool. shivers and is just like, I'm so glad I'm not a fucking mage. Viv is just, uh, has her eyes closed, bowed head, and says, Thank I think TK feels guilty. Lux didn't that's, see any of this. That's complicated, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> I think he was just like, oh, you just could've... buried some people who are technically alive at sea. <laughs> could have saved them. That's called drowning. Them. Yeah, <laughs> drown them. I buried them alive at sea. <laughs> no, officer, he was buried alive at sea. I would never drown no, someone, no, no, officer. No, no, no. Come on, what uh, am I? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, could use the money. I definitely agree. We definitely need to go out. I'm, I am, I've gotten a little bit too much in every bread. I understand that. I'm down to go out. Gabe, found- uh, Gabe right now has just calm linked you all a photo of him at the club. And it, it's like literally been maybe seven minutes <laughs> and it's just packed. Yeah. And he looks drunk as shit. <laughs> I mean, he had six minutes of travel time and then one minute to get <laughs> fucked up more than he's ever been in his whole life. Lux, I mean, look, I, I, it's, I know it's been hard to be inside. I know, just looking at computers and stuff, but I found a blow dart from Lash's room in one of the loaves last week. 
Whoa, not my lucky blow flower blow dart. What? Not my lucky se- <laughs> soy flower blow dart. Did you keep any blow darts in the flower? Of course I did. Why? That's, that's how you keep them dry, dude. Exactly. When are they going to get wet? <laughs> we live on a boat. Well, why not put everything in flower? I found these tips for drying off blow darts. Number one, put in flower. God damn it, Artemis. I knew it was you. Would you like to hear more tips? No. How did you not poke yourself? I, man, I'm just glad it wasn't full of whatever the fuck she puts in them. I've never eaten one of your blow darts. Good, because you would be dead. But also, nobody. Are they poisoned blow darts? Of course they are. Where am I going to store the poison <laughs> if she... not in the darts? God damn it. <laughs> I knew you couldn't get I mean, sick from bread. I, I, I was in bed for two weeks after one of the loaves I ate. Uh, yeah. How do you miss the dart? That tracks. It's, it's sharp. Well, maybe there's the poison spread throughout the flower. Okay, well, that was expensive flower lash. Well, I have expensive darts. Hearing about this, TK, I agree. Lex, you got to get out. And We're Viv, gonna... you, you got to get out, too. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I like this. I like this. No, He's this is resumed good. cookie clicking <laughs> and social networking on the other hand. And TK, you got to have a friend, and I'm back. Yeah, and Vern wants to meet with us after the job, so um, maybe we could go out with him after. Hey, that's a no from me, buddy, but yes okay. to the job. TK looks at Viv and is just like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that to himself, and then walks back in to the warehouse and says, I think it's time to go. As you're walking in, Lux is pushing you out because I think more stuff is catching on fire. <laughs> um, a bunch of the loose clothing and snack food bags and various wrappers and containers that are littering the floor are definitely on fire. Um, there's no, like, you don't really feel like a threat that the entire thing will burn down because it's an unfinished concrete hovel. Right. But, yeah, like, there's definitely a small house fire. Yeah, you don't want to just be getting just started. Smoke. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lux is like, no, not this way. Let's let's go see Vern. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I I think me and Viv just buried some guys at sea. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Lash, you coming? Neither do I. Let's go. What a way to come and, back, uh, team. TK says, Henley. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get in Henley, and you go to Vern. TK engages somber mode. Uh, the lo-fi hip-hop beats are quite reflective. Banging. The team gets in Henley, which floats around to the southern tip of Manhattan and via one of the few public piers operational below 14th Street gets them on to the superstructure. For years, the city's checkpoint system has been mostly dormant, used only in cases of large-scale public emergency or the presence of foreign heads of state or Big Ten CEOs. Even during the drone virus, the large, motorized gates remained dormant. But once NYPD went on strike, that changed. Knight Errant largely tends to the borders of the corporate enclaves around Midtown, but downtown, and certain spots uptown, it's Lone Star territory. The Office of the Police Benevolence Association is no different. 
black-clad, cowboy boot-wearing, six-point star-sporting, lone star sheriffs tend to a highly restrictive border around the PBA, a site that's become de rigueur for municipal property. The crew approaches the gate in Henley, and their comlinks buzz. The sheriffs, in their standard-issue cowboy hats, nod. Green lights waving through Vern brokered passage. It's night. It's dark. It's cold and raining. The architectural light that normally floods the exterior of the PBA is off, and inside, gone, are the beanbag chairs. Gone are the jaunty pieces of wall art, the bubbly receptionist, and gone is the Bevera machine, replaced with laser rifle recharging stations, thickets of informational holographic displays, semi-opaque office walls, and stern, dour-looking cowboys. A bald sheriff, wearing horn-rimmed glasses and a black-collared shirt, nods curtly when the team enters, but does nothing else. When Vern messaged Lux, he said, Just come on in. My office is still in the same place. For now. Whatever that means. All right, well, Lux heads up. Uh, he knows where to go, and he um, is heading there now. Lash is following behind, and in her uh, arm is is the focus. TK is uh, following right behind Lash, but he's he's looking out for the he's looking out for the Bever machine, and he sees like the the dust spot where it used to be. <laughs> and it's um, it's that's where the laser rifle recharging station is now, and you can see the laser rifle recharging station is significantly smaller than the Bevra, and there is, in <laughs> fact, like a weird, you know, discolored, you know, box. Yeah, TK uh, closes his eyes, says a very quick prayer, and uh, keeps moving. Viv takes up the rear and is uh, reverent. All right, we arrive at his office. We walk in. Wow. To see you guys out like this, come back into the office. Oh, hold on one second, I'll get uh, I'll get some privacy over here. Gentlemen, do you mind give us, giving us some time alone? And you see that Vern is at his giant desk. Uh, uh, but there's like four cowboys in there. Uh, and one of them is like, well, uh, yeah, um, I don't remember seeing this on the docket, but uh, we we definitely have to finish this conversation about your continued use of these facilities. I, I know that as an organizer, you are still working, but the Lone Star has in its contract stipulated we have access to the entirety of the NYPD Incorporated's facilities. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Solix, that includes this room. Well, I mean, I have a different reading of the contract and the rules of the contract because I technically am still working this. Uh, my office area is not part of the deal. Listen, this is an honest misunderstanding between colleagues who can learn to work these things out. So uh, let's just yes, circle yeah, back yeah, to yes, this. Yeah, I, we table it for now. Yeah. We move the Bev Bevra. You get the laser charging station, etc., etc. Just, you know, let's just say this office is the last thing on the list. And by that time, we'll figure it out in a way I'm sure we're both approve of. Oh, okay. That that sounds fine. All right. Yeah. You, you have a nice night, Mr. Yeah. Oh, you okay. too. Great yeah. to see you again. Yeah. All right, boys. And they all stand up and leave. Vern ushers you in and he closes the door behind you. Oh my God. So those cowboys are the biggest assholes in the city of New York. Oh yes, my right? God. Vern, how could you put up with those guys? I have to. This is the things we do to get what we love, you know? Ugh. 
Yeah, Viv is sneering at the doorway, like. Yeah, it's bad. Have you met the knight errant boys? Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> before we, uh, oh my goodness. I was going to say before business pleasure, but this is what I think it is. And he's he's pointing to uh, Lash. Yeah, I have been working on my arms a lot. Thank you for <laughs> noticing. I've been doing, I kind of really up my reps and kind of up my protein I, intake. I think her definition is incredible. Honestly, what she's achieved in the last month, Vern, it's amazing. Um, Lux goes over to Lash, grabs the focus. Oh, you've touched the focus? <laughs> I've touched the focus. This is the first time you're this, touching it? Yes, and he says, Vern, we got you a gift. Lux, you touched the focus. And your homunculus changes. <laughs> yeah, like for a split second, your body is actually a sort of long cylindrical cavern, and you can feel uh, like the the, your, the interior walls of your body are these sort of uh, glass, like uh, a beautiful, like a uh, handmade, like mosaic of tile and glass, and the sort of yellow and emerald light filters into you from these skylights above and you feel the wind move through you uh, and 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 it's been still inside you for so long but then all of a sudden uh, a, a, a door that hasn't been opened in years is opened uh, and, and and people fill your insides uh, uh, and, and it's just been like like long ago this happened but it's been so long it's been so long you've been dark and empty for so long and now you're this big hole underground full of people and then you're you again. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what does that? So It's almost like your guts pop back into your body like yeah. a rubber band. So Lux gets out. We got you a get. And then this happens. For a second, you become an abandoned subway tunnel. Yeah. Oh my God. And so, <laughs> just rediscovered by a tour group. It, and it goes away just as fast. But the one thing that's left is that Lux is in that moment is convinced that his mouth and and esophagus is completely dry, like dry as bone dry glass. Yeah. Like he's thinking that. So he goes to swallow and he doesn't expect to like actually be able to swallow anything because it's like the driest it's ever been. But he actually swallows fine. It. It isn't dry. He just thought it was dry for a really quick second. He was like, that was weird. Um, and then he finishes a gift. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he hands Vern the focus. I want to take it, but is this safe to touch? It's weird. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's weird. Did you guys have something weird Wait, happen? can I touch it? <laughs> Should I touch it? <laughs> Viv had been idly swiping on a dating app and uh, <laughs> pushes the windows away and says, Lux, did you become something? Yeah, it was a glass tunnel, a stained Wait, glass tunnel. Okay, now I know I've no. touch it. Uh, Vern grabs the, the focus. His body just becomes completely rigid, and he just sort of looks like a hundred yards away, and he says, Super Nintendo Sega Genesis, when I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50-inch screen money, green leather sofa, got to ride the limousine with a chauffeur. Phone bill about two G's flat, no need to worry. My accountant handles that, my hoko is lounging, celebrating every... Do you know this song? Uh, TK touches it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No need to worry. My accountant handles that, and my whole crew is lounging, celebrating every day. No more public housing. Thinking back on my one-room shack. Now my mom pimps ACs with minks on her back, and she loves to show me off. Of course, smiles every time my face is up in the source. We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us. No heat. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we're thirsty. 
Uh, damn right, I like the life I live. I think we need to take it away from him. I don't feel I could stop unless someone took it from me. Because I went from negative to holy Lu shit. Lux grabs it and just puts it on his desk. I just became a bridge. I holy fuck. I don't know what that was. That is crazy. What was that? Oh, man, I was black. <laughs> is that what that feels like? Oh, my God. TK, you are black. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, but back then it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's good. Say oh. <laughs> just this, I mean, look, you, you know, but this is very powerful magical item. I'm not a magic doctor. I'm not a major anything, but you should be careful with this. I, I mean, you don't need to worry about it now. I've got it. Don't worry. I'll take the focus. Um, just sort of part of the deal. I, and they just gave this to you? <clears throat> everybody looks. Vi everybody looks at their shoes and looks visibly Viv is smiling. Well, we gave the sea a couple gifts. Okay, I can read the room. Don't tell me any more details. <laughs> okay, great job. Thank you. We burned down the lodge too. It, it might not be. It might not be fully. It burned. might not be. It's, it was a concrete. Yeah, it, it, it's probably still standing. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry about at uh, least two two of those three mages. Hey, we, hey, we actually, you know yeah. what? We cleaned out. All of the other trash that was in there, like not, not I don't mean people. I mean like there was like a lot of like ramen shoes, and stuff. hundreds of messy. shoes, very white messy. shoes. What you have done is incredible value to me. Let me tell you. Oh, good. Uh, I this is not a favor for me. This is a favor for my friend at Horizon. Yep. I think you have seen what is going on with the police union. We could use some more friends at Horizon. This is a big help to us. Thank you. What Vern is referencing is something that you would all likely be familiar with, which is that uh, since striking, uh, the police, now out of work, are causing a lot of trouble. They're basically just, they're kind of like a roving gang in the city, and they're contributing to a lot of fist fights, a lot of like petty crime, a lot of like minor theft. Uh, and so they're experiencing a, a big PR crisis at the moment. And Horizon uh, one of the is one of the world's biggest megacorps. They fully own Charisma, which is the world's largest PR firm. Uh, so you would when Vern says, you know, what's going on with the police, you would likely know what he means is like there's a little bit of an image crisis that's happening at the moment. But hey, we can talk about business in a minute. How are you? How have you been doing in these unprecedented times? So unprecedented. It's been I know, right? And he gestures around and says, all this. I know, I've got You know. And I he was, just does it genuinely gestures. I really was hoping to get This a, has never happened, these things <laughs> that are happening to us today. These times are unprecedented. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to get a cup of turkey leg and tea whenever I came in. Um, and I noticed that those machines are gone. Things are different yeah. around here. Well, you know, it's been a while. How long has it been? It's been over a year since we've seen each other. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, how did you spend the time? Did you bake bread like everybody else? I did. Go home with parents <sighs> like everybody else? Yeah. Uh -huh. Viv, Viv's eyes are glazed over, and in one hand, you can hear the cookie clicker, and then the other hand, she's swiping left and right on a dating app. She's addicted to social media. Yeah. TK, what things did you do? How'd you pass here? Did a lot of push-ups. Yeah. Learned a lot about... Online money. Ah, you got yoked and got into crypto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, looks like we'll cover all four quadrants of how people spend the time. Well, you know, I, I actually did um, briefly move off the Mrs. Egg. Um, I don't know if you knew that. Um, oh, okay, yeah, back in your apartment. Yeah, the condo uh, actually was completely... 
done, completely ready. This is the this is the a couple of weeks before. Yeah, I have no context for this, but go ahead. Oh, I did. You've never we've never discussed this with no, them? not with Brian. No, no, oh, no, okay, no, never mind. Not, no, but I'm interested. I want I, to no, hear no, about the your lives. Talk, the oh, okay. kind of talk doesn't doesn't okay. leave the well, Mississippi. Most, uh, most. I, I thought I was going to be able to move back into my condo that I own. It's a very nice condo. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't allowed to um, because of ter- internal building security. It was ready. And you're the face of the group? It was ready. It was done. I go back a couple weeks ago. (laughs) My place, inexplicably, is filled with eight bathtubs (laughs) and a small group of people practicing with blow darts. What? Yes. It returned to its shitty form that it had been in for so long, and now it is back under construction. And I am back on the Mrs. Egg. So that's all that's happening with me. Yes, I'm baking. Anyway, what's been happening with you, Vern? Okay, then we were all doing more things, right? Sure, I didn't say you guys weren't. I just, I thought that you wanted to know what has been no, up with I me. Just, and I, I resent, just I resent the crypto thing. I resent it. Well, okay. you were right. That was a long story. But look, I'm just glad to have you all here, right. you know? None of you uh, were claimed by the drone virus. I'm very happy. Yeah, about that, Vern. Uh, what was going on with that? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? What do you mean? I mean... You're the cop guy. The cop. Police drones. The union. Well, you, I mean, I don't know wait, if, wait, wait, if, you, what, what, do you, if you don't read the news. Yeah. Were the drones union? No. You don't. You can't unionize drones? Can't unionize drones. Oh, weird. No. You know, maybe if some, you know, if artificial technology gets better as intelligence, I mean, I can conceive of something where if some sort of legal identity is given to an AI, we might allow them to have collective organizing right, bargaining rights. Uh, but right now, they're not comp- complex enough to justify that sort of process. Yeah, but good job. But that's something we talk about all the time. No, I mean, I, you know, I, my, I was snatching drones and dissecting them, but it was, I couldn't figure out what was going on. What? I mean, you know, it took us a, a while. But no, listen, what was going on during such? Well, no, so my my union members were dying. It was the cops that captured all the, you know, it was NYPD Incorporated captured all the drones. But listen, aren't you happy we get to strike? We were able to, the whole, yes, yes. No, now listen, I, I am not saying it was a good thing, the drone virus, but it did. It was the dominoes, okay, small okay. domino, big domino. Now we have the strike. I don't like your theory because there are now three times as many cops in the city. Well, this I don't like, but this is necessary evil, which I know that you four are very kind of it. So, yeah, okay. uh, yeah no. Don't push it. Yeah, so now we have a strike. We got it. Yeah. That's great news. Have you have you learned anything else about Evo? No, I've been to... Um, here's the thing. Um, uh, no, the, stri- the whole point of strike was to break contract with, with, with you, Evo, right? you did it. You yes, did it. Yeah. yes. So right now, Evo can take no one else. Okay, Whatever good. they are up to, they can't do it on cops anymore. Yeah. So that part settled. Now we have to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Now we have time to think. That's and now good. maybe back a new contract, maybe Evo not part of it. Well, hopefully not. But what do you... What's what's the plan here, Vern? I mean, we got Knight Errant. So, what's the other? Listen, I, Lone Star. Knight Lone Star. Star? How yeah. are you gonna get him out of here? Well, I mean, look, this is this is the thing. Um, anytime you're on a strike, you want you want the bosses to know to feel the pain of not having you. And believe me, mm-hmm. <laughs> Knight Errant and Lone Star will make all the people feel the pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're terrible. They don't know the city. They're not from here. You know, 
They're it's awful. Like, they're very expensive. Oh, are they? They're very expensive. Those are assholes. No one, no, no, no one likes to fuck with them. They don't have relationships with them. Yes, they signed the contracts now, but in the long run, they're going to want their friends. In the helmets, you can't see the, the face. They, they look like robots. They do. They're literally faces. They're faceless cops. The armor looks completely impractical. I, I, can they sit down in that? I don't know. Can you win hearts and minds without the face? No, you're right. Come on. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I mean, it... It looks like every time they sit down, they crush their own balls. Yeah, probably do. Yeah, really they act like, like it too. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so yeah. I, we, you know, so look, listen. You see me in the media. You see me in the, the digital papers. You see me on yes, the blogs. We check the digital uh, papers every day. A joke because no one does blogs. Mm. Uh, it's an old joke. Uh, but like you know, we get um, it. But the, you, you see me scream and talk and all these things. No, I think everything's going to be okay. okay. I think that they'll see how awful these uh, scabs are, and then they'll come back to the bargaining table. Uh, but it, we want the strike to go on long enough to figure out uh, what's going on with evil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess in the meantime, you'll have to be paying people like us to actually get any real police work done. Oh, thank you for bringing it up. Wait, can we, we don't need, I, I don't want to be a cop, but do we have license to just do things? <laughs> no. Uh, even having <laughs> conversation with you here today is extremely dangerous and risky. Okay. Well, so, you know, uh, you should not just do anything. I feel yeah. like a mistress. Well, I mean, you know, like I just say your private, uh, the classic Shadowrun Johnson setup. I just say your private security consultants mm. and everyone yeah. leaves me alone. There's so much crazy shit going on right now in city. No one cares. Have you been to the neighborhood checkpoints? You had to to get here, I assume. Yeah. The ones here weren't terrible. I've tried to go through Midtown before, though, and it's just. It's like Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah. It's, it's like basically, the wall it's basically Checkpoint Charlie. I didn't want to say that, but it's yeah, how do you know very about damn that? near. Yeah. How Vern, do I know European history? Vern, Vern looks, how do I know German history? I was going to say, Vern yes. looks positively thrilled to be able to look at all of you and say the phrase Checkpoint Charlie. It's like he's been waiting a year to say it. <laughs> this is like top tier metaphors I know. I see you're a descendant. This is not the Canadian accent. No. <laughs> Like I said, necessary evil. Things get bad now, so they can get better later. So what are you doing to find out more information? Lash, you intuit correctly. I cannot do a lot of the things I need done because I'm actually busy handling the strike. Yeah. Sure. I have to worry about my... I I have scab cops. The cops are running around like it's old school gangs of New York. Uh, Mm. It's... Viv nods uh, knowingly. Yeah. At this at this moment, uh, there's a knock, and before Vern can even say anything, the door opens, and it's a slightly younger Lone Star sheriff who stuck his head in, uh, and he's wearing the all-black uh, uniform, and he says, I'm so sorry, can we help you? He says, uh, yeah, hey, Vern, sorry to ask you this again, but um, yeah. uh, how did you say you reset the, the router? This is the, the the modem of the Wi-Fi router. The Wi-Fi router. I, we still we haven't figured it out yet. And the we button keep on the to... back is broke. You have to unplug it. You have to un- force okay. it no shorter than thirty seconds. Okay, I'm sorry. Because it has a little battery for the clock and the computer inside. Okay, so you have to. Yeah, I gotta unplug. It. All right, I'm yeah. sorry. I know that you've been asked this before. No, it's uh, fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know you... what? Can I ask you a favor? Uh, yeah. Will you write these instructions down and just put, like on a little post-it note and put it up by the router? That is yeah. Because sometimes that's I forget. So you, this is you helping me. Thank that's you. a great. That's a great idea. Thank you. Uh, and he looks at all of you and he's like, um, e- evening, folks. And then leaves. Thank you, Jeremy. His name's Jeremy? I think so. Okay. <laughs> they all look the same to me. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah. So I'm stuck here. I have to deal with this. I have to deal with the paperwork. I'm actually trying to get back to the bargaining table. The cops are running around like us old school gangs of New York. I mean, this is, you know, I have work to do. So I need help. That's why you come in. Mm. Ah, so first thing I need help with is this. <clears throat> this is not this is not exactly evil, but help me out with this and then we will get to I think the real question. Um the thing I have for you is is, is this. Uh you have you been to Chaz? It is likely that you all would know about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Manhattan fell uh, because of the earthquakes and the floods and was rebuilt, you know, a number of years later, uh, they redistributed a bunch of the most famous arts organizations to all be in one neighborhood Mm. uh, because they moved all of the most important and expensive buildings off to New Jersey for a little while and then brought them all back and like put some of them in different places. One of the ones that they put in a different place was Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall is now uh, in what we would refer to as Museum Row up by the Guggenheim and the Jewish Museum and the Morgan Library and all those other things. So it's up there in this neighborhood that they call Carnegie Hill. And something very momentous, uh, something that the whole country is talking about, uh, happened in Carnegie Hill during the like very brief window, like maybe less than two weeks that there was like a change in power as the NYPD strike finally went through and the corporations finished their contracts with Knight Errant and the city finished its contract with Lone Star. A bunch of regional anarchists actually took over Carnegie Hall, which is the largest arts arcology in the country and it's one of only a few arts arcologies in the world it's like i think we said that it was like two square blocks yeah yeah wow it's two it's two square blocks of arts facilities uh, that is kind of like grafted onto the previous carnegie hall that was moved into this new location it was evacuated during the drone virus scare as the police strike went through and there was like a little bit of a, you know, a little bit power of a change. Yeah, yeah, power vacuum. Anarchists noticed there was like a, a brief window where they could just go in and take it over. And it's become something of a like really strong political symbol because New York is currently beset by three basically out of control security forces. And then there's this one group of people who have just taken over a building and they're refusing the authority of all of them. And so that what the Chaz is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, we've, yes. we've read about that. Yeah. Carnegie oh, yeah. Hill Autonomous Zone. It is got the, it. It is it, the Car- Carnegie Hill Autonomous Zone. I love that. Yeah. Just some weird contract thing where they just didn't sign the paperwork in time. And so they just took it over. It's incredible. But I can't get in. No one with the cops can get in. No one with Lone Star can get in. You know, no one who's obviously one of sure, us. Yeah, you're yeah. obviously yeah. not going to let the cops oh. in. So every, you know, I'm sure Lone Star is sending their spies. Oh, okay. I'm sure Knight Errant has informants. And so I need someone to go on there and tell me what the hell is going on. I don't know. Is They keep a lot of the leadership secrets. They keep a lot of the processes. See, But they're opening up for media. And now uh. they're opening up for tours. So you want to you wanna get inside the Chaz for what reason? Just to see what's in there? They do a pretty good job of being a black box. 
I mean, the city is basically an anarchy, no? I mean, no, I mean, well, I mean, bunch define... of police forces roving the city. They're acting as gangs, the NYPD. Oh, yeah, it's chaos, That's what but it's chaos for the limit because, you know, the city has a contract, the Lone Star, the corpse have the night errant, and this is all governed by the contracts and the lawyers. And they, in the same way, Horizon could not cause the cops to go out to the archipelago and get the magicians off the ley lines, they cannot send anyone to the chess. Right. It's just a very loophole. Uh, so I want someone to go in and tell me what's going on in there, who is in it, how they work. Uh, yeah, I guess what's in it for you and what's in it for us? What's in it for me is information. What's in it for you is a lot of money. Same oh, as it's a usual deal. That seems, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that seems pretty fair. Yeah, yeah. And I have some very good news. Four tickets to the tour this afternoon. Oh, wow. Of the jazz. Oh, oh, so it's a now, it's a now thing. Yes, yeah, they've now. only been giving tours for like 48 hours. So you're like, this is very hard to get. Wow, okay. Yeah. Do you literally just need the surface? We take the tour, tell you what we see, or do you need us to get behind the um, in some of the back back hallways and see if they're holding a bunch of guns or potatoes or whatever the hell else you think they might be? I think you just answered your own question, yeah. Lux. Yeah, okay. that's what I was suspecting. Yeah. I just wanted you. If to they say have it. a bunch of potatoes, I want he's to looking know. For, <laughs> he's looking for that's a joke. Idea. Illegal yes. tubers, because there yeah. are some varieties of tubers that are illegal now. No, this is a good question. I mean, I, I personally have nothing against them. As a union organizer, I like to see people come together, decide, you know, capture the fate in their own hands via collective action. That's not a problem for me. But the thing is, I tell you, we need things to look bad. So city comes to us to sign the contract. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not nice for me if someone looks like another viable option for a way out of this. You understand? Yeah. Is that clear? Uh, yeah. 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 You think I'm a bad man. No, I think we have to talk it over. If you get inside the chairs, not only do you get your payment, give me the information. I have new information about Evo and the people that they have taken off the police force, as well as some others they have taken that were not on the police force. This is new information. I will send this to you, and we will address it. But I need to know I can trust you. And I trust you if you go to chairs and bring me back information that I need. But we also yeah. need to trust you. Trust away. She's closed the dating app. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely very interested. Um, I'll send you the tickets and can't wait to talk again. Busy day. Uh, what are the tickets for? I would like a nap. I'm sorry. There's no time. The tour's in 40 minutes. 40 it's minutes? The, it's the 8 o'clock tour. It's the last oh, one. God. I'll sleep in the car. Here's what I want to know. Who is in charge? And if they tell you they're a holacracy, I still want to know who's in charge. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I want to know whose ideas become everybody's ideas. That's a fun way to the say it. The actual power that. structure and yeah. execution. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. You need a name. What names? If I find out later that they have a bunch of guns or potatoes and you don't tell me that, I'll be so mad. Yes. We'll also send you pictures. Oh, good. Oh, we will? I will I'm, send you pictures. This is I good. Have, I'm I, a visual learner. I have... My comlink links. I got a new camera yeah, piece. Uh, it's I great. just yeah. So you're signing off, okay? We we what? have to Did sign off. <laughs> I I mean yeah. Da, it was supposed. Yeah, to, I'm was, hiring you to do it. It was supposed to sound ominous. I, oh, know, it's like a. It's a <laughs> don't sign. Don't sound ominous for me. I'm your friend. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I would. True, I'm not going to be ominous with you. Okay. 
are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. It is very nice to be back. Fun City is performing live, online, and in person on Wednesday, November 10th at Caveat in the Lower East Side of New York City. Vaccination required. We would love to see you either face-to-face or in the chat online. To grab tickets, check the show notes on this episode for a link or head to Caveat, C-A-V-E-A-T dot N-Y-C and check out Patreon for discount codes on tickets if you're a patron. Speaking of which, if you want to support the show, get access to bonus one-off episodes, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show Fun Chatty, and our Discord. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Steven, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes. I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches. Hey, this is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O, on Instagram, and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter. I'm Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at Shodell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz. And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded in Taylor's Kitchen in beautiful Bushwick, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. When Pixel Riffs touches the focus, he becomes the tree that grows in Brooklyn. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Pulliam. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>